FYI, and I don't mean fake news, this podcast contains huge spoilers. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 311 of the podcast that goes nicked. She said it, she's in here. <laughs> this is your host, Jason Venable. Snickety, snick, snick. And uh, I'm joined in absentia by Denise Venable. <laughs> and it's time for our Merry X-Men episode. We're going to catch up with some books from December including the Merry X-Men Holiday Special. And, uh, yeah, it's got to catch up on what's going on. Um, yeah, so, <laughs> let's get right to the comics, huh? <laughs> Yikes. All right, here we go. All right, first up, Return of Wolverine, number three. Written by Charles Soule, art by Declan Shalvey, colors by Laura Martin, Letters by VCs Joe Savino, and the cover is by Steve McNiven and Sonny Go. McNiven still doing his best BWS impersonation, and this uh, this cover is hashtag Hot Claws front and center. Uh, those Red Lobster babies are right on the front, dripping out of old Logan's hand, and from behind his hand we see facing off. The X-Men, in a smattering of random X-Men, we have Jean Grey, Iceman, Storm, Kitty Pride, and Nightcrawler. Actually, not a bad cover. And the colors on the Hot Claws actually look pretty cool. Uh, the yellow down to orange to reddish. It's not a bad fade. Um, so yeah, yeah not, a, not a bad cover at all. Um, unfortunately... Then we open it up. Yeah, this is Chapter 3, Purgatory. Um, and Jean, of course, is located. Logan, um, you know, she's been trying. Using Cerebro, hasn't had any luck. But then she got a flash. And everyone's like, why now? She's like, well, I, I got a flash. Um, just enough to get rough coordinates. Uh, he hacked a surveillance satellite. And, um, oh no, Cypher, Cypher hacked the satellite, um, and they see that he's with a woman, and they're always like, he always finds a woman, which, okay, (laughs) um, and they're wondering, is this doctor character Persephone, of course she's not, um, they're trying to make a plan, uh, there is a good line here where Storm says, why is it, or Gene asks, why isn't he calling us, and Storm says, because Logan does not call for help, the idiot. <laughs> then they gotta figure out what they're gonna do, and they decide small team of people that are close to him. Try to talk him down, see what we can do, figure out what's going on. So we go to the city, which is a, a futuristic city built by Sotiera and Logan and the doctor go there. They're gonna look for Persephone and the doctor's son. Um, and Logan's like, well, we'll try to we'll try to get him nicely if we can. If not, then uh, not so nice. Um, 
and we see the blackbird fly to the island they arrive in the city and people are mad they don't want mutants there I'm not sure why Nightcrawler's literally crawling on the ground he's not I don't know <laughs> he doesn't normally do that a lot does he I don't think so I think he just kind of walks and teleports and is acrobatic but anyway uh, so the police and citizens are throwing bottles and stuff and they're like hey we're just looking for our friend and they're like you have no friends here and Kitty's like this is getting out of control and they shoot tear gas at him and it's not going well uh, Logan's like something's going on I gotta go help and then um, we see Persephone and she's like well, this is kind of unfortunate but you know what stand down to her Sotiera guys whatever happens you know either Logan kills them um, and she says something that I thought was interesting she says Wolverine versus the X-Men wow I'm actually pretty excited to see this and based on the cover I was kind of excited to see this too um, it's not really what we get <laughs> so Logan is, is helping around um, and we see uh, Uncanny X-Force Wolverine in his mind. And he's like, okay, I'm gonna, I know how to do this. I know all, he, he goes uh, straight Batman. Uh, he has a weakness on file for all of the characters, all of the X-Men. He knows how to fight them. So he goes to Nightcrawler, he knows his moves. He's gonna go, his patterns. Um, when he falls back on them, even if he doesn't realize it, and so we get a snicked uh, and some teleporting and some stabbing and he's like here's the pattern up down back left up again and he catches Nightcrawler but and here we all we get a chance and a snack and they don't take it so we get a sh as he draws his claws back in right before he stabs Nightcrawler and punches him in the nose then he attacks Jean and he sees different versions in Gene. Um, he gets hit by an ice slide. And inside his mind, the hot claws come out and he's like, You need me. Um, Patch tells him to be careful, but he unlocks him anyway as Iceman is telling him to calm down. And he's getting frozen, but he lets the hot claws out with a snicked. Um, and I thought it was interesting is in his mind the berserker Wolverine with the hot claws stabs Logan in the mind. He's been waiting for this bub and stabs him. And then he uses the hot claws to bust out of the ice. Iceman looks kind of scared. Um, yeah, and next answers. Um art's fine this and this what we're gonna get <laughs> because I'm not I'm not really digging it you know I, I need some hard you know Wolverine fans out there and you need to let me know what, what you're feeling about this book because I'm I just don't really feel like anything's really happening I mean we're three issues in I thought this was gonna be an awesome fight of Wolverine versus the X-Men and he kind of finds some, I guess. I mean, I guess he does, strictly speaking. Um, 
I don't know. I don't know why I'm so disappointed in it. The art's not bad. The art is fine. It's not Shelby's best. But it's fine. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, it just kind of feels... I don't, we should have more by now. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what I'm trying to say. I'm sorry. Terrible podcasting. Um, <laughs> so, I mean... Yeah, I don't know. I just... I was kind of bored with it, to be honest. And it's not really what I wanted to feel about this book. Um, it feels like kind of a mess. And... You know, it's funny because in the solicits, there's that... Uh, uh, Logan Infinity or whatever. What is it called? Let me find it. This will be my best episode yet. <laughs> Just me dicking around, not saying anything real. Um, not Dead Man Logan. Not that. Not that. It's like a. Logan Infinity something. Um, oh, here it is. Shoot, where'd it go? That's actually a really cool cover. It's like an Infinity Gauntlet with uh, claws coming out of it. Logan and I'm sorry, Wolverine Infinity Watch, a five-issue miniseries that's going to make sense of all the random Wolverine returns. And really, the solicit almost reads like, "Are you as confused by?" All the different ways Logan has shown up. Well, we're gonna take a crack at sorting it out for you. <laughs> you know, between the the backups and the return of Wolverine and what's going on in Infinity Wars. Um, and then of course you have the the Phoenix Thor. Uh, not Phoenix Thor. The Phoenix Logan and Thor. Um, all just kind of running around at the same time and. You know, it's interesting because a lot of people have read the last couple issues of Thor as, and then, um, you know, uh, Infinity Wars as the, the, the wife beater kind of normal Logan has just been Phoenix Logan from the future come back to the past the whole time. And then other people think that maybe Hot Claws are related to Phoenix. Um... So I don't know. I don't know how much, what all, but I know that this book in and of itself is, it's not bad. It's just not exciting. I wanted it to be exciting, and it's not. That bumps me out. So, yeah, um, you know, let's talk about something else. Uh, <laughs> all the podcasts against Nick, we're just going to brush over Return to Wolverine. And, you know, maybe when he's actually back, back, it'll make more sense. But, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to give this book three out of six claws. What I was very pleasantly surprised with is Dead Man Logan, number one. This should be a much livelier conversation. I have a lot more to say about this. Um, by Written by Ed Brisson, uh, Mike Henderson from... Old Man Logan vs. Deadpool is the artist. Nolan Woodard, the color artist. VC's Corey Pettit, the letterer. And Declan Shalvey again doing the cover. Um, this is Sins of the Father Part 1. 
On the cover, we have Old Man Logan having just slaughtered the X-Men in some rubble. Um, it's a pretty good cover. This is a really good shelving. So, and it's kind of in a sepia tone with blood. So, so all like sepia with bright red blood. Um, it's not a violent, brutal cover, but it's pretty good. Um, yeah, so we start off where the Old Man Logan series ended, when his Old Man Logan collapsed in the snow. And this opening page is wonderful. Um, we have his body, he's been snowed on. We have purpley mountains. Purple mountains and majesties. Um, well, the dead man, Logan. Uh, anyway, uh, a sunset with, you know, or maybe sunrise, I don't know. Anyway, sun behind the mountains and, and really nice color work by Woodard uh, with, with the colors of the sun. And someone found him. They're like, he's dead? And those someones are Forge and Glob and somebody else couple other X-Men, I'm assuming. Um, so they get ready to load him up. Um, and they find Maestro and his decapitated head. And Ford is like, we missed hell of a fight. <laughs> so, uh, like, well, can't leave the Hulk here. You know, he can heal. We probably ought to do something with that. And Ford is like, yeah, just a second. And he sees the entrance to the cave. And we kind of leave it there. And then... We have almost like healing factor, almost like the nerves putting themselves back together and with that memories and a bunch of old man Logan memories, including like time from the wasteland and time from the uh, first old man Logan series, the one right after Secret Wars when he first came uh, to the 616 and then some of the other, the last volume like Bullseye and uh, stuff like that. It's, it's a nice little collage and nice colors. Uh, we have one forearm that has Butcher, Banner, Mysterio, Red Skull, which is kind of Old Man Logan's kill list that he like wrote on his forearm. Uh, it's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, it's a nice, nice page. Um, and we see him wake up in a panic and we get a double snicked. But they're like, hey, it's okay, you're safe. Uh, we're in the lab. And uh, he's there with Cecilia Reyes. I'm assuming he was one of the other people that recovered him. Um, Glob's like, hello, I really love Glob's involvement in this book. That's one thing that Brisson has done really well uh, with his Old Man Logan run. And we find out he has been out for 11 days. And we get a really cool snacked... Um, as he, because Cecilia Reyes is like, you mind putting the claws away? And he's like, sorry, double snacked. Um, so that might be a snack of the year. As he, the, the apology snacked. Yeah, yeah, I can see it. Um, they said they found him in Canada. They're like, you go there a lot. <laughs> and he's like, well, it's home. Um, so he was barely holding on. Uh, the regenics is not actually helping him. Um, your healing factor is trying to stop him from eating away your organs while also trying to combat your adamantium poisoning. Um, like, I told you not to take any more. And he's like, well, I had to do it to take down Maestro. So they've overloaded his system. His healing factor can't keep up. Um, you're dying. 
He's got 12 months is the prognosis. Seems like a long time. I mean, we do have 12 issues, but <laughs> probably not going to be a month initially, right? And so Glob uh, kind of tags along, but he's, uh, old man Logan's like, uh, when he found me, did he find a backpack? He's like, yeah, where is it? Um, and Glob's like, can't anybody help you? If, if Cecilia can't, maybe Beast or Mr. Fantastic or Doctor Strange. And he's like, nope, I've been lucky. Live longer than most. Hasn't all been good, but the good times more than make up for the bad. But now I'm ready to move on to be with my wife and kids. Just need to settle a couple of things first. Make this world a little better than I found it. And Glob, it's funny because even through the, the slime or whatever he is, you see one little tear coming out of his eyeball. It's really touching. And he's like, I don't want you to go. Um, he's like, ah, you ain't seen the last of me. And we go to the bar with no name and the aim bouncer gets thrown through the door. And old man Logan shows up with a double snicked. Um, says he wants Mysterio. And Tarantula says, no deal, we ain't stitches. Or, sorry, we ain't snitches. Um, he's like, all right, have it your way. And he cuts his way through the bar. Um, goes after some people, including uh, old Tiger Shark. Or a version of Tiger Shark. He looks different right now every time he shows up. So not really sure what's going on with them. But, um, anyway, um, there's lots of fighty fighty, and apparently he kills Tarantula, which, or no, he doesn't. He stabs Tarantula. And then we see Miss Sinister, and she's in the bar. And Old Man Logan's like, this isn't really your kind of place, is it? And he goes, well, when you're looking for bad boys, you go where the bad boys go. Um, but after you mop the floor with them, maybe they're not bad enough. And she gets some more wine. And old man Logan's like, ugh. If you knew where, if I thought for a second you knew where Mysterio was, you'd be a pile of meat on the ground with the rest of the meat. And he leaves. And she grabs a knife. And, um, she kills Tarantula. Which bums me out. Because I really like Tarantula. And I hope he's not, like, dead dead. Um, then we go back to the school where Forge walks in on Glob Herman. I guess, I don't think it's porn, though he's really embarrassed. But I think it's just, I think he's back on that, uh, mutant dating site. Because it says mutant mingle at the top. But he's trying to hide it. And he's like, no, 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 not, not, not doing anything. Not doing anything. And he's really embarrassed. Um, it's a really funny page. And then we go back to Brooklyn. And, um... He finds an old hideout of Mysterio's. And he finds a little orb or something. And Hawkeye shows up. I really like Hawkeye and Old Man Logan together. You know, Old Man Hawkeye was part of Old Man Logan's story. Um... <laughs> Logan says, you smell like Axe body spray, coffee, and desperation. He's like, ouch. Um... Anyway, he feels like uh, Logan can use some help. And he says, I know where Mysterio is, but we got to talk about what you're going to do. And he's like, nope, I got it. 
And Hawkeye's like, can we just skip the part where you tell me to get lost and get to the part where you're so annoyed with my pestering, you relent and say you'll let me help, but only if I stop talking all the time? <laughs> He's like, fine. <laughs> and he recounts kind of his future past where he kills the X-Men, and Hawkeye's like, oh, that sucks. Uh, and he says, it was Mysterio's fault. He tricked me. I thought I was protecting them when I really I was, I was killing them. And... You know, even the smell was fake. And then after that, the bad guys won. Um, you know, and I don't want it to happen here. I'll do whatever I can to prevent it from happening here. Um, and so where is he? And Hawkeye tells him. Um, so no, no high and mighty Avenger code there. And we find him, and he's getting served by a bunny, like a, a Playboy-type bunny. But turns out it's just one of his friends at the mental institution that he willingly checked himself into. And Miss Sinister shows up. And I gotta say, I really like Henderson's Miss Sinister. Her, she's still wearing, like, Miss Sinister weird skimpy clothes. But every time she's shown up in the past, has been, like, super thin quote-unquote super sexy in here. She's just very normal looking. Like just kind of a normal body type. Not ugly or unattractive as maybe comic gators might say since she's not perfectly ideal and Barbie doll. Um, but I really enjoy the fact that she just kind of has a normal figure and still wearing what she wants to wear and running around doing Miss Sinister things. And she finds Mysterio and says, you know what? Logan's about to come cut you up. You want to come with me? And I know I want to be left alone. I'm safe. Uh, there's no Spider-Man or Daredevils or Deadpools in here. Now go away. And she's like, um, I don't think so. I've heard that you're the one that ushers in the new age. And he's like, no, not interested. Um, okay, well, he's going to cut you up if you don't leave. And he's like, oh, okay, well, I guess I should go. And then uh, Hawkeye and Old Man Logan show up at the psychiatric hospital, but turns out Mysterio is gone. Um, Glob calls Old Man Logan to say that Ford is looking for him. He's like, all right, I'll be home soon. Um, and then we go to the police department where Miss Sinister and Mysterio have broken in to get his old costume. And they, they do, they get it. And, um, yeah. So, some of Mysterio's patient friends say that this lady came and they describe Miss Sinister and Logan recognizes her. And he's like, dang, all right. So, uh, but they don't know where he went. But then Forge, he pulled the time platform out of the cave and brought it home. And he goes and plays with monkeys around with it. And he takes a trip to the Wastelands. And he's like, oh, wow, what's this? Um, then we go to an undisclosed location in the Pacific Ocean where Miss Sinister has a base. And her Mysterio show up. And it's... Neo Hydra and it's Sin, Red Skull's daughter, and Crossbones and Hydra agents. And they're like, alright, let's do this thing. Um, alright. 
So, the art is flipping fantastic. Um, you know, Henderson was a nominee for a Wolfing Award with his work on Old Man Logan versus Deadpool. Um, gotta say, maybe again, we'll see. It's late in the year. It's a late contender. But, man, this art, and Nolan Woodard, Wolfie Award winner, colorist, Nolan Woodard, this this is a fantastic team. Like, uh, I think last time, it was Henderson and Luffridge, which was also, I think, I'm sorry if I got that wrong. I really think it's right, though. Um, and that was really, really great. But this is also really, really great. Less faded, a little more lively at parts. Um really pops. And this story, man, it's a good start to this story. It's really funny. Um, and really just compelling. You know, I know they wanted to go through the paces, right, and, and build to this. I kind of feel like maybe Brishan should have condensed some of his old man Logan run. Uh, cut out some of the fat and got into this a little bit quicker because this is a great culmination of his run. It's a great culmination of Old Man and Logan kind of in our time, right? Um, I'm really excited to see where it goes. Uh, I love the Old Man Logan, Young Man, Hawkeye team up. Uh, Miss Sinister and her machinations and manipulations are great. I love Glob in this book. Um, it's just, it's really, really fun. Um, I, I don't know. Do I want to go six claws? I think I do. This is, I mean, this is, this is Brisson and Henderson and Woodard realizing the full potential of Old Man Logan in our universe. And as much as I loved and kind of thought Sorrentino-like is the bar for, for Old Man Logan, and it is. But this this is darn good as well. And I just, I really, was really surprised how much I enjoyed this. Because I've been liking Briston's run on Old Man Logan. Um, you know, more so than, than Extermination or anything like that. But, um, you know, but it hasn't, like, blown my mind very many times so this is this is really good i i would highly recommend this to any fans of old man logan um to jump on this book and and see how his last story is going to go so dead man logan number one i'm going to give six out of six claws and that is going to take us to the merry x-men holiday special which has so it's really cool. They do this book like a calendar. And like each page is like a calendar entry. And it's all different creative teams. And I'm not going to list everybody. Um, I'll kind of go through and do some highlights. Um, you know, it is all lettered by Travis Landon. Uh, and the cover art is by David Nakayama. And I've been enjoying his cover work for the most part. This is not my favorite. Um, so he tried to go for like a Norman Rockwell picture it just doesn't really work I don't know um, but you have Cheryl Blossom as Jean Grey and Rogue at a coffee table Gambit in the background they're all in winter wear and outside the window 
You have Storm, Iceman, Nightcrawler, Jubilee having a snowball fight. Um, it's okay. So our main kind of through story is Jubilee and Shogo uh, in a story that's by Chris Sims and Chad Bowers with art by Marco Fila and colors by Israel Silva. And that's probably the best story. Um, Jubilee and Shogo are going to take a a Christmas trip to Japan, uh, to, to Hawaii, not Japan. Um, Shogo finds a bath doll, and so they're packed, ready to go, and they get kidnapped. Um, there's some other there's an interesting thing here. Is Kitty going to run for president, like in the main X books? Because she talks about it in this story by Chris Claremont. Um, I'm sorry, there's one page. Uh, then we get a page, December 3rd, by Charles Soule, Ryan Brown, and Jordan Boyd. With Hot Claws, there's a family they need to shovel their driveway and they can't. But Hot Claws Wolverine is chasing some hand ninjas and he melts the snow. And it's a Hanukkah miracle. Um, and some other stuff here. So it turns out that Jubilee ends up in a mall. Um, there's, a, there's a fun uh, page on December 7th by Styles P. Poobs and Luciano Vecchio and Carlos Lopez um, where kids complaining that someone bought off all the Wolverine action figures uh, but he doesn't like the X-Men so he just bought them so no one else could have them and Gambit finds where they are and he goes and steals them uh, that's fun um, Iceman hosts a white elephant gift by a party by Santa Grace Corey Smith and Jordan Boyd um, that's a fun little little page. Um, some other stuff here going through here. Uh, Jubilee gets attacked by a bunch of robot heroes in Santa costumes, including a cyborg Wolverine. Um, and they lose the bath doll, which is no bueno. I do want to shout out there's some cool art by Ray Anthony Height and LeBeau Underwood as Beast is trying to impress his doctor friend um, with the Star Wars box set um, but he gets outdone because someone buys their original script uh, Gambit and Rogue try to give a cat some medicine um, I like this because it's a preview um, so it's T Kelly Thompson and David Lopez um, which is going to be the next issue of Mr. Remix's X so not to a preview of that art then we get the gift that keeps on giving on December 14th. Everything by Chip Zdarsky. And it's cool because Old Man Logan's out cutting firewood. And Nightcrawler shows up. And we get a flashback of that infamous panel. Um, where Logan's eating a giant turkey leg. And he gives Nightcrawler a framed picture of himself as Wolverine. So Nightcrawler gives him a present. And he opens it up. And it's a framed picture of Bearded Nightcrawler. And this may be the best panel in the book. Um, and he vamps off, and <laughs> it's just really, really great. Um, Alright, some more stuff. Really cool page of Domino assassinating a creep. Um, the colors and art by Anthony Piper, kind of a highlight of that. Uh, Betsy reunites with Brian, and an Excalibur page by Lee Williams and Marcio Takara. Um, maybe my favorite page, December 18th, Deck the Halls by Ed Brisson. Pere Perez and Chris Sotomayor is um, Glob, and we see him sequentially hanging up some mistletoe, 
grabbing a folding chair and then sitting in the chair underneath the mistletoe just sitting there by himself it's it's sad but funny um it's just great um we have gabby and laura with uh, a story by vito ayala Pere perez and chris o'halloran and gabby gets a secret santa with a hundred dollar gift card to steaks and cakes Everyone's like, oh, that's an interesting voice. And it turns out that Mindy gave it to her, so she hugs her. Um, Jubilee is escaping on rollerblades from the murder mall. Uh, they find uh, the Banff doll. Um, it's a really sad page by Teeny Howard, uh, Brent Schoonover, and Chris O'Halloran, um, where Logan has wieners like little cocktail wieners on his claws. But Iceman gets on to hope for being a downer by herself, but she's seeing and watching a video of Cable, who, R.I.P., old man Cable, um, and just him talking to her as a baby, and she's just watching the video. Another great art, uh, Rainbow Rao and Chris Anka, the Runaways team with Matthew Wilson. Um, Beast has gone home, and... He's in his room and he overhears his family kind of gossiping about him. Um, a Nightcrawler story, multiple man story with Old Man Logan where he gives everybody the same watch. Uh, then Arcade has the best Christmas sweater ever um, and he's trying to sell his murder mall and says, look, I even got Jubilee. And then Jubilee busts through the wall with Shogo and... She says, Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. And when she punches him, the sound effect is Juba Boom, which is really great. Um, she gets the Banff doll, gives it back to Shogo. Um, Nightcrawler and Storm show up to save them, but of course Jubilee's already taking care of it. Um, Shogo says, Big Banff! And Nightcrawler is just in the background waving at him um, as he gives the doll a hug. Uh, so that main story is pretty fun. The little stories are kind of all over the place. Um, some of them are, are pretty good. Some of them are fine. Um, you know, just in the spirit, in the holiday spirit, uh, I'll give this whole thing... Oh, gosh. Um, none of the stories have a lot of weight. Some of them are sweet, though. And I really like the Jubilee and Shogo uh, in the mall. Uh, you know what? What the hell? I'll give Mary X-Men Holiday Special 4 out of 6 claws. Alright. So next up, we have Fantastic Four number 4. Uh, Irreplaceable by Dan Slott. Art by Stefano Caselli and Nico Leone. Colors by Eric Arseniega. Letters by VCs Joe Caramania. And the cover by Isad Ribic. On the cover, we have the new Fantastics with an X from the 90s. And um, there's some new heroes. So Logan is here because, remember, he went to that planet. And we find out that back on in real world, the Fantastic Four have been gone and the Fantastics have taken their place. And they're saving the day. And it turns out they staged the whole thing. Um... So Logan is, is part of the crew uh, as Reed sends everybody home. But then the Future Foundation go on their own mission. Um, 
There is a part where Spider-Man says, uh, Speaking of which, Logan, is this really you? Are you back? Or is this an old you? Or an alternate past version of you? Or we ain't talking about it. And he turns to Ghost Rider and says, Fine, what about you, Ghosty? Are you the one I know? Or the guy running around with the Avengers? Or, got it, not talking about it. So, I really like that interaction. Um, I think Dan Squad is as confused maybe as Logan, where Logan is right now as all of us. I guess it'll be cleared up in Wolverine Infinity Watch. Um, it annoys me that it has to be that way. Anyway, they go home. They find the Fantastics. They pull out the rug that they hired the Wrecking Crew to stage a fight to fake it. We are reminded that Ben Grimm and Alicia Masters are getting married. Um, this book just continues to nail the family aspect. Squat really gets it. Um, the art by two great artists is really good. And um, I'm going to give this book five out of six claws. Alright, now we're going to move into some Infinity Warp catching up. Um, we have Infinity Warp's Weapon Hex number two. Um, this is by Riders Benz, Acker and Blacker. Penciled by Gerardo Sandoval. Inks by Victor Neva and Gerardo Sandoval. Colors by Israel Silva. Letters by VCs Joe Caramagna. And the cover is by Giuseppe Kevin Coley. Roberto Poggi and Edgar Delgado. The cover is pretty cool. Um, we have Weapon Hex with her hot claws, <laughs> her magic claws. And in the background, we have, um, I forgot what they called her, but Magic Sabretooth with her soul sword trying to chop her down. Um, so remember, Weapon Hex was supposed to bring back and embody the monster, the demon, but she's not playing along. Um, and they all fight about it. And we have Speed Weasel, which is Quicksilver and Honey Badger mixed together. Um, so when she does not cooperate, they're like, fine, I'll use your clone. But Speed Weasel's like, I don't want to do it either. I don't want to host a demon. Um, and then uh, Magic Sabretooth is sicked on them. And lots of fighting. Uh, Weapon Hex gets cut up to pieces, but she... Does her hexual healing spell, puts herself back together, and saves the day. Uh, the art in here is... It's not bad. I'm really not interested in this story, though. There's some fun moments, but not enough, I don't think, to really keep me going. Um... Yeah, I don't... Whatever. Uh, Weapon Hex number two, two out of six claws. Um, so Infinity Warps number two, a bunch of stories. Um, there's a Forever Bush Man by Jim Zub, Scott Kobush, and Matt Yaffe. Kamala King by Chris Hastings, Kev Walker, and David Curio. Diamond Patch, which is what we're calling the Emma Logan Infinity Warp. This is written by Sina Grace, penciled by Chris Sprouse, inks by Carl Story, and colors by Ruth Redmond. Um, Punisher Pack, written by Colin Bunn, art by Gary Brown, colors by Lee Luffridge. 
Letters on Everything by VCs Corey Pettit. And the cover is by Giuseppe Kevin Coley, Roberto Poggi, and Edgar Delgado. The cover is actually pretty great. Um, we're kind of looking up at our heroes, which includes Diamond Patch, who just looks dapper as hell, uh, Kamala, Kang, and the Punisher pack, who actually have a pretty decent little design. Um, the little power pack suits with the Punisher skull. Um, cover is great. Again, Kevin Coley delivering probably the best part of the book. Um, the, King, the Kamala King part is a obligatory time travel story. Um, the Punisher pack is kind of sad. The kids were turned into weapons of revenge, and then when their mission is over, they don't know what else to do. Uh, the Diamond Patch is a motivational speaker, but he also is an enforcer or whatever. Um, I have loved Sonic Grace's Iceman story. I don't really care what happens in this one. He does fight a version of Mystique. Um, yeah, whatever. Um, I'm going to give this book one out of six claws. <laughs> there you go. All right, so that's going to do it. That's... Uh, our Merry X-Men special. Hope you enjoyed it. No, it was kind of short. Um, so coming up, got a bunch of stuff. Um, next episode will either be a flashback or it'll be the uh, 2018 Wolvie Award nomination show. And Denise will be back for that one. So you won't have to keep listening to me jabber on and, and st- stumble over trying to find words to say how bored I am with Return of Wolverine. I know it's a terrible way to start the episode, but I hope I ended it better. Um, anyway, enough of that. So that's what's coming up next. I don't know which order those will be in, but um, they'll both be there. Um, yeah. So, that's going to do it. So as usual, um, you can like the Facebook page for the podcast that goes snicked. Twitter is at snickcast. Show notes and stuff are at snickcast.podbean.com. And until next time, hugs and snicks, everybody. Bye-bye. And snacked.